Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some details about black algae for you, some ways to prevent it, and some ways to take care of it. Black algae is something that happens in my area and a lot of other areas around the country, and it's something that is pretty scary when you find it in one of your customers' pools. So I'm going to go over some strategies to deal with it. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think the best resource for black algae is a book by Rudy Stankiewicz. He also has a podcast. It's called Talking Pools. And I support Rudy 100% because he does a lot of things for the industry as far as research. And this book really proves that, you know, he's someone who understands a lot of aspects of pool chemistry. He's also a CPO instructor. And he has a book on Amazon called How to Get Rid of and Prevent Swimming Pool Algae. Now, the cover of the, of the book is really probably not the most attractive cover. Probably needs some work on some graphic design. But the content is what's important. And in there, he focuses a lot on black algae, what black algae is, what black algae isn't. And I'll let you pick up the book and read more about it. He actually talks a lot about algae prevention in the book and some ways that you can prevent algae with some practical steps. I think the number one thing that I got out of the book, one of the things that I implemented that I was kind of lazy about was brushing every pool. There are certain pools that have automatic cleaners, and I felt like there's no need to really brush these pools thoroughly. And I realized that after I implemented a regimen of brushing every pool, no matter how far behind I am on my schedule or how clean it looks, it really does go a long way in preventing algae from forming in the pool because as you're brushing the pool, you're breaking the bond the algae has on the surface. And by constantly brushing the pool every week when you're servicing the pool, and if you're a homeowner, you're fortunate enough to be at the pool site a lot more often. So you can brush the pool, you know, three or four times a week if you wanted to. But along with balancing the pool water, of course, brushing the pool has been an essential aspect of preventing algae blooms and algae growth in the pool. Black algae is a little bit different because technically, if you read the book, it's not an algae per se. And so some of the things that you would do to prevent algae don't work really well with black algae. And this is one of the reasons why it's so hard to get rid of and why it spreads so quickly in the pool. Now, what about using a brush in a pool with black algae and then taking it to another pool or taking a net? And, you know, if you had a pool brush or net that's been in the pool with black algae, even a vacuum head, will that cause black algae to spread to another pool? I think this is still debated in the industry. I would say that if you are treating a pool with black algae, I probably wouldn't use the same stainless steel brush in another pool because you could actually cross-contaminate another pool. There are some pool pros that swear that this happened to them. They, they had a pool with no black algae, and they were using a brush from another pool, and they noticed black algae formed in the other pool that they were using 
the brush on. So it could actually cause, you know, contamination in other pools. I don't know if that's scientifically provable or if that's something that actually happens. But just on the side of caution, I would probably not be using a stainless steel brush that I'm using in a pool with heavy black algae in another pool. I think, of course, when you take it out of the pool and it's in the air for some time, it's going to destroy, and nothing's going to actually live, I think, for a long period of time. But if you're going from one pool to the other on the same day, it's a possibility. And I can see that could probably happen in some cases. I'm not going to say that it's it can't happen, but it can probably happen. And now that I mentioned the stainless steel brush, I think some of the things that you need to know about black algae is that if you're using a regular nylon brush on it, it's going to be really hard to knock off that protective layer because there's a, a kind of a shield on top of the black algae and if you ever tried to brush it, you notice that, you know, it takes a lot of effort to kind of brush the head off the black algae. How far down is the black algae into the plaster? You know, as anyone's guess, I've heard different stories about people that had their pools remodeled with black algae and they had the black algae come back. I haven't really experienced that on my route whenever I had a pool with black algae. If it was remodeled, usually there was no more black algae issue. And I have found that there are certain pools that do get more black algae than others. These are pools that have older plaster with maybe cracks or chips in there. Also pools that have a lot of calcium buildup or maybe even some rough areas or areas in the plaster where, where something can actually form. But it's possible for black algae, of course, to form in a plaster pool where the surface is intact with no issues. So how do you treat black algae? I think the first part of the treatment, of course, is identifying the black algae it's pretty identifiable. You'll see little tiny black dots. That's why they call it black algae. Usually it'll form in one area. Sometimes you'll see individual dots, probably the size of a head of a nail. Sometimes they'll be a little bigger, maybe the size of a penny. And then you're going to find areas where they're like, there's a colony of black algae. So it's going to look like, you know, like ink was spilled on the bottom of the pool, basically. And this is a good telltale sign that the black algae is in the pool. It's pretty distinct over anything else in the pool. It's hard to mistake black algae for maybe a stain or something on the plaster. Because if you have a white plaster pool or even a colored plaster pool, you're going to see the black algae stand out. And usually it's on the side of the pools or the cove of the pool where it's kind of sloping down. Of course, it can form on the bottom of the pool and spread all over the bottom. But I find that it first starts to spread sometimes on the cove or the where the pool starts to kind of curve up the wall. And then, of course, on the wall of the pool, the black algae will form there, and then it could really spread in the pool. So one of the keys is to treat it aggressively right away when you see it. And an aggressive game plan is definitely a way to treat the black algae. The first thing that I always like to do is to knock the heads off the black algae. So I like using a 5-inch or 6-inch stainless steel brush. Sometimes you get black algae on fiberglass pools, it's okay if you're going to use a nylon brush in that case. It's going to be a little bit less effective and time-consuming, but you can still knock the heads off. I wouldn't recommend using a stainless steel brush on a fiberglass pool under usually any circumstance because you can really damage the surface of that pool. And I think brushing the pool is essential. And again, it's usually in a plaster pool, so using a stainless steel brush is safe. And you want to brush it aggressively to where you knock that head off. And you're going to see the black algae kind of fade and turn maybe like a brown color. That means that you've knocked the head off of the black algae. If it's on the wall of the pool, you're going to be spending a long time brushing the heads off the algae. But I think it's really effective and it's something that needs to be done. And that is taking the head off the black algae so that 
the next step of the treatment will be effective. And the next step of the treatment is to sprinkle either granular trichlor or calhypo on top of the black algae. Dichlor doesn't work as effectively because it dissolves too fast in the pool and it's not going to stay on the spot. The key is to get the chlorine to stay directly on the black algae after you knock the head off and that way the chlorine can penetrate it and destroy it. I think using granular trichlor can be dangerous so if you don't have any experience using it in the pool you want to be very cautious when using granular trichlor in the pool. I think calhypo is a great substitute for that. You'll just have to use a lot of calhypo and just make sure the pool is off and not running at that time and then sprinkle it in and try to get the calhypo to land on top of the black algae that you're treating. And of course, trichlor is much more effective because it's stronger, but it could stain the pool surface. So be careful when using the trichlor granular. You just want a little bit on top of the black algae. If you pile up a lot of trichlor or granular trichlor in a plaster pool, it's going to burn that plaster because trichlor has acid in it. And so be careful when using granular trichlor, but it's highly effective. If you're experienced using it for black algae, I recommend doing that. And basically, you're raising the chlorine level up to 30 or 40 parts per million while you're doing this because you're putting in 5 or 10 pounds of granular trichlor or 5 or 10 pounds of calhypo. And so you want to let the chlorine set on the heads of the black algae. And so I usually leave the pool off for a few hours so that the chlorine can settle on there, turn off the automatic cleaner. Then you can run the pool the normal cycle after that. Of course, put a sign somewhere or text the customer letting them know that you're treating the pool for black algae and they can't swim in the pool until the chlorine level drops down and you'll let them know the, the following visit if the chlorine level is low enough for them to swim in. And it's one of those things where if you have it in a commercial pool, it can be kind of hard to treat because you have to close the pool down for a few days. And it's one of those things sometimes where it might be better to drain that pool down and then treat the black algae with a chlorine wash. Sometimes when you drain the pool and there's black algae, if you have a really big outbreak, you're doing a chlorine wash. That's, you know, washing or rinsing the surface when it's empty with a mixture of chlorine and water together. And then the black algae is still not being killed. You have to kind of scrape it off. And in some cases, I've seen pool pros power sand the black algae off. It's in that bad of a condition where it's really in the plaster. Sometimes a power wash or power pressure washer, I should say, sorry, is effective in getting the heads of the black algae off. But you really don't want to refill the pool unless you've really knocked that black algae off the surface, whether you're power sanding it, using a pressure washer, using a chlorine wash. But if you fill it back up and there's still black algae in there, it's still going to be in the pool and it's still going to spread. So if you drain a pool to get rid of the black algae, you definitely want to make sure that all of the black algae has been eliminated. Most pool pros don't drain a pool to treat the black algae. That's one of the things that you may have to do in a commercial pool setting like a hotel or motel because the chemical treatment is not as effective. If someone were to jump in there while you're doing the treatment or you know a few hours after and you have the chlorine level at 40 parts per million, first of all, that's the health, health department violation, anything over 10 parts per million. So you have to close the pool regardless, but you really can't trust the fact that someone's not going to get in there or the health department's not going to cite you rubbing too much chlorine. So in a commercial setting, maybe draining the pool down and putting fresh water in after treating the black algae is the way to go in that particular scenario. Otherwise, in a residential pool, usually you can chemically treat it, again, using the calhypo or the trichlor. If you have a Pebble Tech pool, I highly recommend using calhypo only to treat the black algae. I find it to be very effective in a Pebble Tech pool. Using trichlor in a Pebble Tech pool, you can actually burn that surface, even though Pebble Tech is pretty durable. 
if you have like a dark colored pebble tech and you put the granular trichlor in there, you can actually turn it a little bit white. And if you have a tan colored pebble tech pool, you can actually burn that surface and make it a little bit brown. So don't use that granular trichlor in a pebble tech pool, just use Calhypo. And once you chemically treat it, one of the best ways to keep it from coming back is to use some kind of copper product in the pool. The copper seems to destroy the black algae and keep it from reforming. I would use something like a Pooler X Plus or a Remington Solar Ionizer. I don't know if I would use copper algicide and use the weekly dose of that. I think that's really something that can be dangerous and lead to staining. But the Pooler X Plus or the Remington Solar Chlorine-Free Sunshock Ionizer you can also use a Nature 2 system if you want to put it in your plumbing that has copper also. And I think this is one way to prevent the black algae from coming back. Another way to prevent it from coming back, of course, is not to let the chlorine level drop below a certain level. Usually I keep pools that had black algae at five parts per million or above so that it prevents it from forming again. And from personal experience, I found that if I don't do anything to prevent it from coming back, like keeping the chlorine level high or using a copper-based product, the black algae seems to return to the pool, and I'm scratching my head sometimes wondering why it's back. You know, I've treated it with the granular trichlor. It was eliminated for months, and then all of a sudden it starts forming again. And I think that's because there is a follow-up thing. You have follow-up treatment or regimen that you're going to have to keep doing to make sure the black algae doesn't return to the pool. It's kind of like if you had a heart attack and the doctor puts you on a special diet so that you can't have the heart attack again. You don't go on that diet. You just eat whatever you want, you know, French fries and high cholesterol food. You have another heart attack. Well, that's predictable because you didn't follow the regimen that the doctor recommended. And of course, you're going to have a second heart attack. Same thing with black algae. I think you need to follow the regimen of keeping that chlorine at five parts per million or above and never let it zero out. Again, never let that pool run out of chlorine. If that means installing a saltwater generator, or making sure that, you know, the customer knows that if they have a party to let you know, that way you can superchlorinate the pool. But regardless, never let that pool zero out in chlorine because chances are the black algae may reform. And you can use a copper product like, again, the Polar X Plus or the Remington Solar Ionizer, something that's going to be putting copper in the water. And that seems to prevent the black algae from reforming. If you wanted to treat the black algae just with a copper algicide or the Polar X Plus, you can do that. It's a slower process and the black algae will eventually be destroyed over a course of three or four weeks. And I found that it's just better to do the full treatment where you brush the heads off, put the granular trichlor or the calhypo directly on top of it. And then of course, keep the chlorine level high and then add a copper product, either copper algicide, which I don't really recommend, the Polar X Plus or any kind of other copper product to the pool like the Nature 2 or the Remington Solar Ionizer would be a great way to prevent the black algae from forming again. And again, if you want to learn more about why a pool gets black algae or what black algae actually is, you can pick up Rudy's book, Rudy Stankowicz. It's the How to Get Rid and Prevent Swimming Pool Algae. And by the way, the book is really good about explaining other algae and ways of preventing it. So I highly recommend it, not just for black algae, but for every type of algae. He took the time to write this book and it really has a lot of great tips on preventing algae and treating algae in a pool. And I recommend you pick up a copy. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. And on the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I recorded. 
And if you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more at bullguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.